And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. We're back once again. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we spent our weekend, Mm -hmm. among other things that we did, watching Untraceable. I thought you were going to say we spent our weekend doing chores. Going to this movie would be one of them. I would have to say that. It's directed by Gregory Hublett, and it stars Diane Lane. Mm Mm-hmm as Jennifer March, an FBI agent. She discovers and is assigned to hunt down an untraceable serial killer who posts live videos of his victims on the Internet. And the worst thing about it is, every time somebody logs onto this particular site, the torture and eventual demise of the victim is accelerated. What a concept. It's an amazing concept. Yes, it it's is. It's a terrific concept, and the movie has been done horribly. Exactly. The title of this movie is Untraceable. I'm calling it Unwatchable, <laughs> Unintelligible, Unthinkable, and ultimately Unbearable. This is really, really bottom-of-the-barrel stuff. Originally, this part, that of the FBI agent, was written for a man, and Diane Lane liked the idea that she could take on a role like this, downplay her looks, and emphasize her intelligence. Well, she certainly downplayed her looks. Well, I would say that Diane Lane has a bad hair day. Anyway, you know, I'm thinking about this picture. There was torture upon torture in these scenes. Everything from the burning of the flesh, heat lamps, to sulfuric acid baths, to gyrating blades that threatened to cut off your hair and your neck. There were limbs that were burned. This is really saw one and two on a a little bit higher level, but it really isn't. This is a gruesome gore fest. I really did not like this film at all. I didn't like it very much, Anne, and I know you don't want to talk about this, but it begins with the destruction of a cat on the internet, and that was horrible for all of us who love animals, and it got worse from there. I don't understand why they could take this great idea of an untraceable serial killer on the internet and turn it into all those ghastly torture films. This was not an interesting enough film for me to sit through this garbage. I was very, very ticked off about this film. However, I do want to say that the basic premise was sharp, and I thought that the last picture that you saw on the screen was very, very thought-provoking. Okay, the last shot is somebody logging onto this website after seeing good things happen, finally and says, where can I download this? Which makes you think that millions of people all over the world have been watching this live torture and death Mm -hmm. with a sick kind of relish. And I think that an awful lot of people who loved this movie... Are going to get some very bad ideas. (laughs) I'm afraid they are kind of sickos themselves. I'm afraid so. You know, a lot of people feel that movies don't influence people and that there should be no censorship or there should be no standards, blah, blah, blah. Here's a movie that really will give the sickos out there a lot of help if they were so disposed. This movie is like a map. It's like a blueprint for how to do certain kinds of torture, and I really felt that this picture was unwatchable. I don't dig it, but let's talk about the rest of the cast for a minute. All right. We have Billy Burke playing Detective Eric Box. There's a little bit of a romance that goes on between him and Diane Lane, but not enough. Not enough. It's not a romantic film at all. It's (laughs) shot in kind of washed-out color. It's very depressing. Also (laughs) appearing as another young Mm -hmm. FBI agent, Griffin Dowd, is... 
Colin Hanks, right. the son of Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. Right. He's good in this film. He is but good. But unfortunately for him and for his character, he doesn't last very long. Well, let's say he doesn't have a lasting presence. Well, he has a lasting presence because what he goes through is so horrifying to watch. Yes, it is. Well, everything about the movie is torturous. Watching it was probably the biggest torture of all. I thought it was a very, very sad movie for Diane Lane to have made. Let's just hope that her agent is going to ring her up soon and that she's going to have a lot of wonderful scripts come her way so that we can bury this one along with all the unfortunate victims who die in this movie. I really thought it was god-awful. Untraceable, my real comments are unprintable. (laughs) (laughs) So listen to me, boys and girls and ladies and gentlemen. Red light for untraceable. All right, Anne, I'm not going to give it a red light. Even though I was as appalled as you were, because I think that the premise was so brilliant. It was so terrifically thought out. And then it turned into one of those horrifying torture movies that none of us over the age of 16 want to watch. However, I still think that you can watch this film and think how well it could have been put together. It was written, by the way, by Robert Fivoland and Mark Brinker, and I've never heard of either of those two people, directed by Gregory Hoblet, a pretty good director. I think he's fallen on his nose here. <laughs> okay. It stars Joseph Cross as Owen Riley, and we don't quite understand why Owen Riley is as nutso as he is in this film. That's not really explained for me. Colin Hanks, Billy Burke, and, of course, Diane Lane playing FBI agent Jennifer Marsh with terrible makeup and hairdo (laughs) and a terrible script. But I'm giving it a yellow light anyway. Yellow light from me for Untraceable, a red light from Ann Elder. Gregory Hoblet is the director. Diane Lane is the star. The film is untraceable, and it's up to you whether you want to put yourself through this particular kind of torture. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo. And for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.